A long, long time ago There was a farmer planting seeds And he put them down in the dirt And he knew if there was rain He could feed those people grain He might not cure hunger But it wouldn't hurt Down south there is a town Where it's improper to wear a frown According to Mrs. Potter Butter 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 do you believe that in the woods there are demons that'll scare you good? Cause that is one thing that we have learned. Well I know that this is a place where a guy like me can stuff his face. I'll start with lots of grease. And top it all up with cheese I was a fat teenager Hooked on sugar And at that time I drove a Mercury Cougar And I was just picking boogers The day I heard a fry I heard him singing Bye-bye some bushel town ride Don't refrain from this grain Don't you even My co-host is as fat as me And all day long he does feed And you know I do the same Well I went down to the food and more Where I'd bought a load of food just the day before And the checker sighed when he asked how I'd like to Binge. The old folks cried and the kids all cringed Then despite my hoping The seat of my pants burst open And since the man I love the most Jake Gyllenhaal can't co-host I pointed Kendall to the post Cause he's a hell of a guy It's magic time! That's what listeners were just exclaiming to themselves. It's my magic time! Uncle Spocus, Cliff and Kendall are here once again bringing their trademark brand of obesity and recording equipment to the world. (laughs) That's what we always bring to the table is obesity and recording equipment. Hey, 
Nobody can say we don't have those two things, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they may stop after they explain those two things, but at least we got those. Oh, Kendall, I can't believe you have not watched any of The Muppet Show yet on Disney+. Plus. You are a terrible person. But it just hasn't been time to get things started. But <laughs> later today, I'm, I'm feeling like it's time to get things started. Well, I have watched a lot. Of course, I've been staying with Terry the Temp this week because I just couldn't, I could not handle. I stayed with Kendall for a couple nights, and on the second night, Kendall was just snoring terribly on the floor, and I was in bed with the dogs, and one of the dogs just had diarrhea all over my face, and which caused me to just throw up all over the other dog, and it was just this disgusting soup of fluid. I did tell you, I did tell you that you had the option of sleeping on the floor where I slept or in the bed, but there was a good chance you would get diarrhea on you and when I sleep on the floor I sneeze, I mean I sneeze, I snore very loud, so it was your own fault I don't know why when I thought of diarrhea, I thought it won't happen to me, but it did and so I had to get out it will always happen to you but at Terry's, I've been watching The Muppet Show and I read this tweet earlier that i thought was so funny he said uh i don't know who it's i don't know who tweeted it it's just one of those random tweets you know <laughs> just not, a not random tweeters some rando and they said oh, i've been watching the muppet show all weekend and i forgot that they used to let old unfuckable people be famous <laughs> <laughs> uh we would have been so great in those days <laughs> you would have, because i swear not to today. god i've watched to, I'm in the beginnings of season two. Okay, so I've seen like 30 episodes. Yeah. And of the men that are, were on there, the next episode I'm about to watch is Steve Martin. So he will officially become like the hottest, hottest <laughs> man host. And he was really cute and handsome back then. He was. But he's like the hottest by far. The next one, like... Ben Vereen was very handsome. And, um... I like Joel Grey is the next handsome, who has many charms, Kendall. <laughs> Among them, of course, he sang, Phil Common Avenue with the Muppets. Well, he was also the wizard from Wizard of Oz. From Wicked, right? I mean, Wicked, yes. Uh-huh. Not from the 1939 Wizard of Oz. Right. Oh, right. I thought maybe that one for a second. But no, he's, I mean, he's great. I'm not, and they're all of them great performers, but like, those are the hot ones. The rest are like us in plus 20 years, honestly. Now, the the women, most of the women, of course, are very beautiful. Only mm-hmm. a few of them are like the older or an older performer or something, you know. Yeah. But most of them, of course, are gorgeous, like Twiggy and... Valerie Harper was beautiful, and Madeline Kahn, and so, uh, so, uh, so uh, the men all look like us. Like well, Dom DeLuise, Jim Neighbors, <laughs> George Burns. Well, I gotta say, I'm Peter glad. Ustinoff. I'm glad that we weren't around at that point because it's easier to get denied things like this day and age when they let beautiful people be on TV. Could you imagine <laughs> back then if they would have been like, "Ooh, we can't have you on television," <laughs> like, but you have Jim Neighbors on there, you have Dom DeLuise, they're like. Right, we're going for good-looking people. <laughs> right, they're like we can have one Jackie Gleason, but we can't have two Jackie. Gleasons no, you never have two show. Jackie Sorry. Gleasons. There's only one. Only no. one for one. <laughs> but it is. It's it's just really funny because they the men are very unattractive. Like all and there's <laughs> excellent performers, many, but yes. they are dogs. 
You thought Rolf was a dog. These men are the dogs. Oh, but yeah. This but duck. those were the days. That's also just nostalgia when old, ugly people were the norm on television. Well, those were the days. Um, but uh, not, like, uh, I, um, I'm sorry. I keep caught. This dust in here is just atrocious. I told... So I told Charles to, to put up some plastic. Charles just keep pulling out all that drywall. I, know, well, I, I told him you would think a contractor would know how to prep things. I was like, put up some plastic here so the dust doesn't go everywhere. He was like, I just start hitting things. It's he, well, you know, he has that little ruffle thing around his face, so he's protected. He's not. I guess <laughs> he's not worried about the rest of it. But we're clearing out this old... I don't even know what this store used to be, but it's here in the strip mall, and we're going to soon be the new home of... The Busheltown location of Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's Butter Churn, a pottery and butter. It's going to be so exciting. I think this, like, it, just before, this used to be the the potholder company, like, where they sold pot holders oh. to, put, you know, to put under your pot. They're, like, they right. keep it from burning your countertop. I guess, like, those just aren't as doing as good these days, so it went out of business. I guess not. And, I mean, like a lot of stores here in this strip mall, it's been a lot of things through the years. Mm-hmm. So, but now... Permanently, it will forever be Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churns Butter Churn Pottery and Butter. Yeah, only thing left on here is the clown industrial clown supply, the erotic bakery next yeah. door, and us, and then a whole bunch of empty buildings. And then the empty ones, yeah, some empties, which, you know, I think it's. Yeah, I don't want to talk economics, Kendall. Leave me <laughs> alone. This is a show about <laughs> spring! Spring! Let's not talk economics, let's talk spring. <laughs> Spring, it will come at last. It's going to be here very soon. My favorite time of year. I know you hate it. Winter's over. The gloominess is gone. But this is my favorite time of year, Cliff. And you know... I don't hate it. I I love spring. I I don't love... I love all the year. Uh, There's a party that goes with me, Kendall. I am the party. So I don't need winter, spring, summer, or fall. All of them. But it, spring is great. It's not the low, the least season. If I was going to rank them, would be oh, summer just because it's best, so hot. The best one is spring to me. Uh, second, summer. Spring's great. Third, fall. No, I'm sorry. Spring first, fall second, summer third, and winter is not even on the fucking list because I hate it. Between Christmas no. and spring, just cut it out of the calendar like a cancer. Fall, spring, um, winter, summer, obviously. All you got to do is call her. Fall, spring, winter, and summer. Kendall is always but, a bummer. Yes. What are you going to tell me ugh. about spring and some spring? You, I was going to say my favorite uh, fucking thing to do in spring is down clean. Down boy. Down boy. You, I knew he's going to get all riled up on this episode about You know we're talking about spring hacks. cleaning. It's going to get me all riled up. Oh, you know God. I'm just going to sit back over here and let you <laughs> hack for a few minutes, okay? Just, I'm going to let you have some time with the listeners. No, I love cleaning. No, I love cleaning. No, I love cleaning. No, I love cleaning. I do. I love spring. I can't wait to clean this damn place when Charles has finished all this dust. But getting um, a lot of dust I got on the things. outside of the booth. We're going to we'll just wipe that down in a minute so we can see what's happening. I know. I know. I know. Well, there's a lot know, of cracks in the booth, so a lot of it's getting in. I know, I know, um, <laughs> but Cliff, I, know, I got some stuff that you need to do. I know you haven't done. I know you haven't done it. I mean, you're staying with Terry right now. But in the future, these are things you got to do in the spring. All right. Number one. You gotta clean your doormats. Do you ever clean your doormats? Doormats don't need to be cleaned. They are the thing that cleans. They do. And let me tell you why. Because if you don't clean that doormat out and that 
crap just keeps getting trapped in there. Where is it going to go when people come and wipe their feet? But there's just too much full in the... It's just going to pick right back up and bring it into your house. That's why you got to clean them. Blow them off. Air dry. Take them to the freaking car wash and pressure wash them when you when you pray, spray your car. Kendall, I will be cold in my grave before I take a mat to a car wash. Oh, I felt like th- <laughs> this is just going to get worse as I go through these lists of things that I'm telling you you need to do. Now, here's what I... Th- Here's what I think really you could do. Everybody's got some old toothpaste just laying around, right? Like extra, you just didn't (laughs) use it. So why don't you take... Everybody. (coughs) Take an old toothbrush and a little white toothpaste to get the white parts of your sneakers looking like new again. (laughs) When you drop one of those toothbrushes in the toilet, don't just throw it out. Let that be your shoe toothbrush. Cliff, yeah. if you'd have cleaned your damn floor mats, doormats, your sneakers wouldn't be dirty. Oh, no. Okay, no, so there you go. wide world of dirt that exists outside uh, of those mats. Yes. Now, I know I've heard you say this before. You're like, I don't do windows. I don't. But don't. you got to do windows. No. You wait for an overcast day. You do this on a shady day because you can see the street. Oh, d- the direct sunlight will add to streaks. And you can also see if you've left some streaks. And I, my little tip that I love, somebody told me one time over at the theater, is if you wipe your windows on the outside up and down, and on the inside you wipe them left and right, if you ever have a streak, you know exactly what side it's on. You don't have to think like, oh, is it on the inside, is the outside, I have to keep walking back and forth. You're like, oh, it's going up and down, it's on the outside. Boom. Kendall, That's worth the price of admission right there. Ah, I will be cold in my grave before I ever do window one. Kendall, but speaking of windows, a lot of these dumb facts, I just thought, can you believe people <laughs> would do this? Do you do this? So many of the facts are like, just use, put vinegar on it. And one of the things... Oh, yeah. Oh, but it, it said, clean cloudy glasses with vinegar. And you get... You know, yes. Why? But then they smell like vinegar. Gross. Gross. gross well, gross, yes. Gross, and and gross, it takes a little bit to get used to it. But I use, I've used vinegar to mop the floor with. To clean, and if you take newspaper instead of paper towels and spray vinegar on your windows, that will give you the best clean. You won't see streaks like you do with Windex. Who the hell has a newspaper? A newspaper and vinegar. <laughs> okay. And a, a, the, a broom, the thing that you clean your chimney out with, your chimney flue thing, and your uh-huh. uh, weaving loom from the 1800s. We've all got those things around. Kendall, I just got it in my closet. Every time I smell a stinky garbage disposal, you know what I do? I tell people, life has given you a stinky garbage disposal. You need to make lemonade. You need to make some lemon squeezins. Put them down in this damn stinking hole that you call yes, a garbage disposal. It. And then it'll smell nice and lemony. And it also went on to say... This is a great thing to do before company comes over, so it just smells nice and fresh. And it reminded me that was our number one rule as janitors back in college. If it smells mm-hmm. clean, oh, baby, it's clean. <laughs> oh, I have, Cliff, okay, first of all, two things. You are exactly right about that, mm-hmm. and I agree. Um, second, I was, I forget where we're, oh, over at uh, KBSH the other day, I walked past, and I saw a janitor in the bathroom. And she literally was just spraying stuff in there. And I thought, there's somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. 
You just got to make it smell good. And and I have noticed when I walk in that bathroom, I'm like, oh, it smells so good. They must have just cleaned. Nope. Yeah. And then you open it. And it's like a truck stop. Just overflowing turds oh, everywhere. But uh-huh. it smells now, good. I, I did that in my house. When we got back from Falkland Islands, like, oh, I need to clean this garbage disposal out. And the garbage disposal shot out the side of the wall. I've got a big hole where the sink used to be right there. It just destroyed. I've got to fix it. It's now. probably all that citric acid. Oh, oh God! All that right in my face. Whoa. Kendall, have you one. ever done this? Have you ever cleaned your couch with baking soda? Uh, I. You mean like when you make a paste? No, you just brush on some. No, then I have. Well, this you mean a damn paste? Just brush it on. I love it. Tell me, I love all these tips. Brush it on. Let it sit for twenty minutes. Then vacuum it up using your brush attachment. It cleans it. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I need to me some baking soda right now. And yeah, and it just use your vacuum cleaner attachments is another one to clean things like blinds, vents, and cabinets, and other things. I will never clean, and I'll, I'll be in my cold, dead grave before I clean this. <laughs> Cliff, you have to know your vacuum attachments. I know them well. Do you? Do you, I'm. Uh, <laughs> <when> I, <laughs> oh, boy. Are you in here talking about vacuum attachments? Oh, finally, <laughs> something interesting on the show. Oh, yeah. I said it was a wonderful topic to speak well, of. Well, now, do you guys use well, your vacuum cleaner attachments? Because whenever I get a new vacuum cleaner, I just immediately put those under the bed and forget that they exist. Oh, dear. Absolutely not. Dear. I have a little attachment hanging piece that goes in the cleaning closet, and I can find all my attachments whenever I need them. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that in the cleaning closet. Whenever I see one of the attachments missing, I can always tell where Mrs. Butter 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 Churn <laughs> is and what she's vacuuming. Oh, no, He's a regular <laughs> detective, dear. He's a he sluice me right out. <laughs> oh, I'm like Sherlock Holmes, boy. <laughs> it's elementary, uh, my dear Walt. All right, so now... This store, its uh, I hope we're trying to make it look exactly like the store in the Falkland Islands, right? It was so beautiful. Oh, dear, we're doing our best. You know, Charles is on top of the case, and he's taking down walls and knocking holes in the walls to make it look just like the one in Falkland Island. Oh, yes. He was just sledgehammering something moments ago. (laughs) He'll have this place beat into shape. I I do worry about Charles holding a sledgehammer. Well, Kendall, he's got a house. Is he going to just knock the hell out of everything. Well, I think you should let me do it, because I don't trust Charles, but we've been over that several times. We've been over that. Oh, dear, please. Let Charles, he's the contractor, dear. He knows what he's doing. He's our contractor, boy. He's under contract to be our contractor for years and years into the future. (laughs) Thank Christ. And Kendall, dear, you don't even have a construction permit. No, you'd need a permit. Well, that was in my wallet. In your it was wa- in my wallet. Well, it's gone. It's probably been digested. Do things get digested if they stay <sighs> in a kangaroo pouch too long? Or I guess not. That's where the kids know. live, right? So probably not. Some kangaroo, some kangaroo baby is having a blast with that wallet. Probably. It's maybe a little. That's how how cute, dear. That's wonderful. Sounds adorable, doesn't it? Oh, 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 sugar lump. I think we should go over there. It seems that something bizarre is in the wall that Charles the Contractor is knocking down. Oh, look at that, dear. What could that be, dear? Let's go see. Yeah, yeah, I'll investigate. Check out what's going on. Sounds very interesting. Did you see that in the wall over there? Charles, what is that? Uh, Oh, what is that? It's like... Like, uh, it looks, looks like leather or something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a, a briefcase or something, right? What if it's 
What if it's the Dead Sea Scrolls, like ones they didn't find before? Well, how many are there other ones? It's not that. It's obviously, it's probably filled with tens and twenties. It's probably filled with money from like a uh, bank robbery gone wrong. We're in Busheltown. No briefcases are filled with tens and twenties. Oh, no, but probably we'll find the Dead Sea Scrolls. You can't swing a dead cat without bumping your nuts into Dead Sea You never scrolls. know. I watch a lot of Discovery Channel. That could be lost works from William Shakespeare. It, it could, could be, be all kind of stuff. Well, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it's all those. They'll open it up, I'm sure, any minute. Any more cleaning cleaning hacks, Kendall? The, no, the window is closing on How long you hacks. got? <laughs> I got the money, honey. If you've got the time, lay them on us. Oh, I got it, Cliff. I know. You are not going to sit here and tell me that you don't clean your cutting boards. <laughs> Cutting boards, you clean them, you know, if you get some guts on them or something, you just sort of well, knock them off. Whenever you got that lemon and you're about to clean your garbage disposal out, first of all, cut it in half and run it over the board because that will pull out all the bad stuff, the stains and the smells, and you can even sprinkle it with a little salt or baking soda like you said for the couch, and that'll just get rid of those like fishy smells when you cut the fish or whatever it was that you were cutting. The cheese. The cheese. Now, now, the cutting board gets a lemon. The garbage disposal gets a lemon. When does Cliff get a lemon? I'm tired of buying fruit for everything in the kitchen but me, Kendall. Look, you know you're not going to eat a lemon. <laughs> I eat a lemon. I love now, le- I ate a box of lemon Oreos just last week. Now, Kendall, I have right. a tip for you. <laughs> okay. Don't. Don't try to use your hands to pick up tiny shards of glass. If you're like me and you have perfect pitch, sometimes... You're just humming, and a glass shatters. <laughs> Don't try to just pick it up with your hands. Instead, grab a piece of bread and press it down bread. over the area. It's All this wasting food. Pieces. All this food wasting. <laughs> But, Kendall, make, don't eat the bread after you've got oh. the glass shards in it. I can't waste it. One, <laughs> don't eat it. Don't eat. Don't feed the plants. Don't eat the bread with the glass in it, okay? <laughs> oh, God, all the stuff. That, it, that briefcase, God, they're trying to get it open. Um, it's not. Uh, yeah, then it's not happening. Oh, also, if you spill glitter, Kendall, bread <gasps> will not work, but oh. p- Play-Doh will... Ooh, now there is a is something that I did not know that I could use. I had Cliff just last week. I made some welcome home signs to put around my house and around Busheltown yeah. for us, you know. And I glittered yeah. them. Yeah, and I had, gl- had glitter nice. all over my arms for a week. I thought it was festive. I liked it. Well, I could use a little play doh. Cliff, are you, you cleaning? Could've, you could have. Are you cleaning out your fridge? And I don't mean eating the food out of it. Are you cleaning <laughs> it regularly? No. Oh, of course uh, not. Cliff, do you know how much food, bacteria, and spillage you could get in there in your fridge? There is a lot of spillage that they're in Terry the Temp's fridge right now. There's like a big, uh, I don't know what I spilled. Something that was in the back, I pushed it over. Like refried beans, big dribble uh, down the back of it. It's so far back out. though, Kendall. How, it's so, it, it'll be so hard to reach. Uh, well, it, everything in life is that way. It's hard to do, but you got to do it. No. It's hard to do, but you got to do it. How many times have I heard that today? <laughs> Kendall, I have one last cleaning fact. I know you have many more, but I only have so one many. more, so I'm going to okay. tell you. Probably the best hack you're going to hear all day. Kendall, remove cabinet gunk. I bet your cabinets are gunky as hell. Aren't they? 
I did that just before this show. Cleaned the gunk. Lies. (laughs) I swear to God, I cleaned the kitchen cabinets right before this show. (laughs) Did you do like this fact or hack says? Tell me. To use that your old shoe toothbrush and shoe toothpaste to use the white, you know, get the white parts of your... Oh, no, sorry. I'm using, I was reading the toothbrush one on the shoes again. <laughs> Don't use toothpaste on your cabinets, folks. Damn it, too late. To remove... <laughs> I don't know what Kendall used. He might, he might have used toothpaste. But this tip says make a solution of vegetable oil and baking soda and the toothbrush, you do use your old toothbrush, to just scrub the shit out of those cabinet surfaces and gunk be gone. That is a good tip. Now, before, like months ago, I decided. I, let me try that again. I decided months ago. Yeah. Cliff, before we left on this Rob tour, I actually took my cabinets, took them all apart, and instead of scrubbing them with a toothbrush, I sanded them all down and repaint, paint, 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 paint. Yeah. If that's ain't that the way it goes. Well, Cliff, I do have lots and lots of hacks left, but let's ah, let's yeah. talk about some food for a minute, and then we'll get back to that. What the food? What the food? What the food? 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 Kendall, I have a what the food for you. Okay. 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 What food product did Mott's <laughs> unleash for kids in the colors? Blue's Clues Berry Blue and Rugrats Lime Green. Mott's. Mott's. Uh, is that apple juice? No, I mean apple no. sauce. <laughs> apple sauce! <laughs> yes! Apple sauce. <laughs> I was like, yes. juice. That's, that can't be right. Alright, Cliff, how many burgers does McDonald's sell every second? 5,000. <laughs> oh, no. No? Overestimated, Cliff, they sell 75 every Damn. second. Oh, well, that is, I bet that I bet at their peak, they did sell 5,000. Well, 000 if you were in line, it would probably be a different number. See, it's different if somebody like us is waiting. <laughs> Kendall, what fruit is known in Indiana as a Hoosier banana? A Hoosier? Is that corn? Norn. It's the pawpaw. The what? A pawpaw. Oh, I really thought I had it. Oh, well. You th- what did you even say? All, yeah. all I remember is that said, it was wrong. I said corn. Oh, no. That's what's high as, your elef- as an elephant's eye. <laughs> Doesn't that sound right, though? Okay, anyway. Cliff, what is the culinary term for according to the menu? According to the menu uh, is, of course, accord de la menu. <laughs> oh, you were close. You went French. It was a la carte. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a la carte Okay Kendall what? That's what you say I'll take all the cart I'll take all the cart That's when they bring Those dessert carts around At the restaurant uh-huh. You know the finer Anything places Anything from the trolley dear That we went on the ride tour I would just say take All the, the cart All the cart please <laughs> Kendall What outfit Delivered the world's First space Consumable pizza To the International Space Station In 2001 uh, Domino's. Well, you're wrong in all respects, Kendall. It was. <laughs> well, you're wrong anyway. The Hut. Pizza Hut. 
Pizza Hut. You forgot their dominance in 2001. But what was the purpose of ketchup in the 1830s? It was used as an antibacterial. It was used as a medicine. It helped with diarrhea. Oh, I never thought it would happen. You should have had some when you were staying at my house. Should have given some to the dogs, damn it. Kendall, which is heaviest? Not not between us. So, no. Oh, I was like, Nate, we're the same. <clears throat> which is heaviest? A cup of brown sugar, a cup of confectioner's sugar, or a cup of granulated sugar? Heavier. Uh, brown sugar because it has molasses in it. Wrong. Granulated bitch. Bitch, 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 bitch. bitch. <laughs> Which nut is used to make dynamite? Uh, in the, the peanut. Yes. They're used to make nitroglycerin, so if you are allergic to peanuts, you want to stay away from dynamite. Uh, you know, last night at Terry's. <laughs> I was desperate for some cookies, and we had no ingredients, and so I looked up, you know, simple peanut butter cookie recipes, because we had peanut butter. Yeah. And if you take a cup of peanut butter, a cup of sugar, and an egg, which we didn't have any eggs, so I had to have a substitute egg, which... It sounds like a good name for a like a storybook, doesn't it? The substitute egg. <laughs> the substitute egg. Right. So, which I forget how I made that with like oil and water and flour or something. But cup of cup of egg is what I call them. And they're peanut butter cookies. Do you just mix and bake 350 for 10 minutes or 8 minutes? That sounds good. You know, I just... <laughs> just peanut butter and sugar. <laughs> well, I, I just was like, I heard this thing this week. Somebody was telling me about back in the, I think it was 50s or 60s when they came out with cake mixes. Like people yeah. didn't want to make them because they felt like they, it was wrong. Because, you know, these housewives back uh-huh. in the 50s were like, I got to make the food for my house. And they wouldn't buy them. And they said, so they decided to say, you have to add an egg. So it's like something that you have to do and it's something from you. And then it like just took off. So. There you go. Like you could probably leave that egg out. They probably didn't really need it. <laughs> they, 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 they. If you've ever thought, I wonder if it would be good if I just mixed a fuck ton more sugar into this peanut butter. It would. That's the answer. The answer is always yes. You could just eat out yes. the dough. Yes. Look at this briefcase we found, dear. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Look at it. We're trying to get in there. It's probably mysterious. I bet they have so many wonderful old doilies inside this briefcase. Oh, nonsense, sugar lump. That briefcase was obviously holding someone's Bible collection. Of course. Bible collection. And they've That's hidden it in the wall to secure it as the Lord's word is the most important. Important and valuable thing. No, I think it's, I think it's not. No, I, what do you think it is, Kendall? You said something stupid. He thinks it's the Dead Sea Scrolls. That's stupid. I didn't. I said it could be. I think it's some. I think it's money. I think it's some sort of ancient thing from history that we're gonna find, like some famous paperwork from Busheltown we didn't know existed. It's gonna be amazing. Well, <laughs> oh dear. I think that's really stupid. But what I think we need <laughs> to know is, I think we should all guess. What is in the suitcase? And then when we finally get it open, crack this sucker open, whoever gets closest to it gets what's in it. And my guess is that it's money. So I'm, I guess money. Kendall guesses the Dead Sea Scrolls. He can't just say something old is in it. Did we just lock it in already? I, you, I don't know. Make your final answer. I'm locking mine in because I know I can see in my mind stacks of 10s and 20s is what's in there. 
So, Mrs. Snowbottom right. says Bibles. Mrs. Potterbutterbutterchurn says doilies. We'll have to get Charles and Crockpot and the kids guesses after after the break. But what do you think? Kendall? I think it's like an old. I think it's like an old deed to the the whole town of Busheltown. A deed to the town of Busheltown. Okay. All right. You know. You don't know. It's like that episode. Of, remember, Mrs. Potterbutterbutterchurn, that episode of Murder She Wrote, where they're having a town thing at Cabot Cove. And there's that Native American guy, and he rides up, and he says, I have claim to the whole town of Cabot Cove. That's what Kendall thinks is in this damn oh, suitcase. What, what a great episode that was, dear. I oh, love that show. I love, oh, what a talent <laughs> Angela Lansbury is and always will be, boy. Oh, she's the best. Oh, they just don't make shows like that anymore, They do don't you? make them like that anymore, do they? It's a real, It's just a shame. She is oh, so wonderful. Like they used to. <laughs> All right, well, listen. I've got to take a break. I have to, is the bathroom Me functional too. yet, or do I have to go next door to the erotic bakery? And ask them again. You might have to go next door, but Cliff, yeah. on your way, be thinking about all the things you're not doing, like cleaning your appliances, your junk drawer, your shower curtains, your makeup cabinet, your makeup brushes, your grout, your Clean. shower drain, your furniture, your curtains. The junk drawer? I will be in my cold, dead grave before I clean a junk drawer. Are you kidding me? Oh, we'll be we'll dear. be right back. <laughs> we don't have any junk drawers left. We've cleaned them all out. Earth is dead, so you might as well keep listening to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Elsa. How about a piece of my wife's cherry pie? Mr. White, I haven't eaten cherry pie since I got dentures. Oh? Huh? Cherries stain my dentures. And discover extra strength every dent. Extra strength? Removes even stubborn stains between teeth. This denture material is covered with baked-on cherry stain, but Effident has five powerful cleaning ingredients to remove that tough cherry stain. Clean even in between. Well? I'll take the Effident and the pie. Effident removes even stubborn stains between teeth in minutes. Chin up. Things might get better. In the meantime, prepare for more Cliff and Kendall. got to get this briefcase open and get these Bibles back to whomever they belong. Someone is missing the Bibles in the briefcase. I know it, dear. <laughs> dear, don't be silly. I can't wait to get into those doilies to add to my collection. <laughs> I can't wait to get that money to add it to my collection. Yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> You guys are all going to be shocked when you find out what it is. Well, I was shocked when I heard what Charles the Contractor's guess <laughs> was. <laughs> he, th- he said he thought it was a bunch of old hustlers. Uh, magazines. So, I think that was more of a wish than a guess. Oh, it might be a wish. Maybe he thought, you know, <laughs> I did probably in that blue light look kind of like the genie from Aladdin. <laughs> he has been inhaling a lot of fumes during these renovations. Yeah. 
But now you talked to Crockpie over there. She was over there with sand in the floor. And what oh, did she say? What did she guess? Dear, Crockpot thought it was old tools to shape pottery with, dear. Like some old old uh, spatulas and things to carve with. I think she's been inhaling <laughs> more fumes than <laughs> Charles the Contractor. She, we're, we, this is not an excavation into the dirt to find potty, pottery from the natives. This is a, a suitcase from inside a <laughs> wall of a strip mall. Now, I talked to Funky. Oh, you never know what you're going to find. <laughs> you never know. You never know what, what you're going to uh, yeah. get until you ask and you know life is like a box of chocolates but i talked to funky and she said she thought it was full of eggs which i thought was weird but and then opie the boiled or she didn't specify she just said eggs scrambled and, you know and okay. opie he said he thought it was full of like knives so i'm not sure Oof. who's gonna be right it's other than me, because it's going to be full of money, and I'm going to spend it all on myself. Oh, dear. Well, I know you wouldn't do that. You would share with the local community. I know, dear. Uh, you know me. I can't You know me too well. When those things at the checkout stand of the food and more, you know, you just I just drop my change right in there. Always okay. dropping your change in there, dear. I know. Speaking of dropping things, let's drop some weirdness Kendall is it can we you want to hear something weird do you want to hear something weird anybody oh, want to hear no, something dear, weird I, I don't think it's the proper time with everything going on at the store oh, in this briefcase oh, oh, oh. I'd really prefer not to hear anything weird right now boys uh, <laughs> it'll take your mind off of it too preoccupied with the Bible it'll take your mind briefcase. off of it here we go it will you'll take fine. your mind off of it all right, Kendall, you want to start us out? We'll start some weird bomb. I do. I want to start some weird bombs. Here we go. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, okay. Weird so far. <laughs> Cliff and Mrs. Potter, but a bit of churn, and Mr. Snodbottom. Yeah. Uh, a McDonald's in Liverpool, England, has went viral after they released a video showing how they take photos of customers at the drive-thru in order to track their orders. Because, you know... You know, like they have two lines. You're like, how do they know? It's me. They take yeah. photos of you in the car, and people Ugh. are mortified. They yeah, joke that they all need to start putting on makeup, and others realize that this meant employees could see they didn't have kids in the back that they were ordering extra food for, like we always do. The video is went viral, and uh, so it may be happening all over the place. We don't know, but just make sure if you're going through the McDonald's line, don't be ordering food for people in the back because they. They'll know they're not there. Hey, Kendall, my children are always at home when I order food for them. <laughs> From the drive-thru, I'm thinking of the kids at home that are waiting. Oh, bonus. Mm -hmm. I know one person who's always ready for a photo, and that's Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn. Oh, She's dear. always looking lovely and beautiful. Oh, well, oh thank you, dear. And you know, you we always have Funky yeah. and Opie in the back seat when we're ordering for them anyway, so Y'all are fine. Y'all are be fine. But now, somebody who's not fine were uh -oh. customs authorities in Ohio... They intercepted a shipment of cereal earlier this month. More, <laughs> not, not earlier this morning. Earlier this month. <laughs> Breaking oh, news. With a special frosting. Uh-oh. Cocaine. Oh. I got excited for a oh, minute. Oh, no. 
no. Oh, goodness, dear cocaine. Just say this is no, terrible. Mrs. Ruggs. Oh, oh. What if there's cocaine in the briefcase, dear? That would be terrible. Oh, God, I hope not. I hope there's not any cocaine on my money or else we might have to turn it in. But anyway, <laughs> U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers in Cincinnati reported finding 44 pounds of cocaine-coated cornflakes <laughs> that had been shipped. I like shipped. my cornflakes. <laughs> That's just a funny cocaine-coated cornflakes shipped from South it's America. It's part of a complete breakfast. It is part of real complete and officials said a narcotics detection dog, Narc, named Biko, was checking out incoming freight, and he just alerted the officers, and uh-oh, they tested positive for cocaine. They will try to hide it in anything imaginable, said the port director, but the dogs used their training and skills to stop such shipments. So let's hear it for the dogs. <laughs> You know, I think the, the, the cereal that the children are eating these days are so full of sugar, it might as well be cocaine. Dear. Oh. Have you seen how many grams of sugar yes. in one bite? <laughs> Amen to that, dear. They might as well be giving them smack a horse or some kind of terrible lethal drug. They're just oh. as hooked. That oh, funky nopey, dear. They're eating grains, dear. They're oh. being very healthy. Heavens, no. Well, I'm well, glad somebody out there is watching out for kids. All right, Cliff and everyone, I know a big trend has emerged. You've probably seen all over the world where people are making cakes that look really realistic. Like, all kind of things. They're like, is it cake? Is it food? We don't know. I but remember that trend, recently, wasn't it, like two years ago? No, it still happened. Oh, but, it's still uh, going strong. Yeah, you, just because you're not on top of it doesn't mean it stopped, <laughs> Cliff. But um, now it seems that we've got a winner for this challenge. Uh, an image of a rapper, Slow Tie, Slow Tie, I guess that's how you pronounce him, lying in a hospital bed. He's a very popular rapper that I don't know at all. Living in a hospital bed has gone viral after people discovered it was not what it seems. The picture was taken from the musician's um, feel away video, and his head and torso are real, but it turns out the rest of his body is actually made of cake. And so they would post some photos on Instagram of them like, fixing his arm and they thought he was in big trouble and was hurt but it turned out it was just a big cake so now you can have your cake and eat it too that's such a morbid cake it's gross and i know who's rolling over in their grave tom petty he's like did nobody see my damn don't come around here no more yeah video from a thousand years ago it was like alice in wonderland they cut her up like a cake old news old news tell Flota <laughs> it's been done <laughs> Flota. Slow tie. <laughs> Bow tie, flow tie, whatever the hell his name was. Who knows? I have something really weird here, guys. And it, I hope it wakes us all up. Because there's a man. Oh, goodness. And dude. he is warning people against using headphones while falling asleep after healthcare mm. workers had to remove a wireless earbud from his <gasps> esophagus. No, I do this every night. Don't True, Kendall. Well, well, if you wake up choking one day, you'll know why. Worcester resident Brad Gautier, who detailed his bizarre ear experience in a Facebook post, went to bed listening. Ugh, this was the problem. He was listening to music and not Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Oh, and he, he woke up Tuesday, shoveled snow for about an hour, and went inside to take a sip of water, but the liquid wouldn't go down, and he had to lean <laughs> over to drain it from his throat. Ugh. 
Gautier also noticed, coincidentally, he was missing one of his earbuds, which he typically uses as he falls asleep. <laughs> like I say, and incidentally, there was a tune coming from his esophagus. <laughs> there was a tune, and they, they would have known if he'd be listening to our show because they would heard a bunch of bleh. And now they would have thought it was real burps. Yeah, and the, is your throat dinging, sir? No, but Gautier's <laughs> son suggested that perhaps his father had swallowed the earbud, which is exactly what an x-ray at a local emergency clinic revealed. Oh, my God. It was lodged in his esophagus. And he said he really never experienced more than minor discomfort. Thank God. God. And he told NBC Boston 10 that he wanted to share his experience to caution others not to now, fall into his same wait. fate. Wait just a minute here. Wait just I'm, a minute. I'm, I'm confused just a little bit. You said he went it's to bed a, with it's his These ear. are those things that you put in your ear, boy. No, I, know, I, I know believe the Fonky has a pair. They're bright pink. I'm confused at how it was in his ear when he went to bed, but then it was in his throat. Did he swallow it in the middle of the night? Is that what yeah, happened? Yeah, like it came out. Oh, okay. And it just worked its at way. At first you I did. thought you meant like it went in his ear and down to his throat. I was like, Cliff, that is not possible. <laughs> uh, I did not follow that. Well, I won't swallow my earpod. Don't do it. Now, mine have like a long stick, so I'm hoping that helps me not swallow them. Do yours have a I stick a short that sticks stick. out? Some of them are really, I, I like. I don't. I would be afraid to put them in because they don't have a stick. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. I have to have something sticking out so I know it won't. Gotta have a stick. Oh, dear. I, look, I, we've tried all these combinations, dear, and they keep writing down numbers on the wall once they've tried. I, I've got some ideas, dear. I think we should try 7123. What the hell are you talking about? The briefcase. Oh, I think she's talking about briefcase combinations. It's a combination lock, boy. Did we mention that to you before? Oh, oh no. no. I didn't know that. You probably, I guess you told Kendall. I was probably looking for the bathroom in this erotic bakery. We're, we're going through all the numbers. Whatever. All right, well, yeah, go try whatever. Try my birthday, 918. We'll, we'll try it, dear. Uh, try it. All right, well, you guys oh, tell gonna... us if you get it out. Get into that money. It's not. No, it wasn't my birthday. Try Kendall's birthday, 11 1. It's just a whole bunch of ones. <laughs> just my, no, not, no, not that in it either. Try one, my two, money. Why don't they? I don't want Charles the Conductor to saw it open or anything because he's going to cut all my money in half. And then it would be annoying to tape back together. Documents that precious shouldn't be cut open like that. It's We could lose something from history. Do, the deed to Busheltown. Yeah. Cliff, we are well into the second half of the show. We haven't even Holy talked fudge. about our mini countdown of songs about spring. Holy fudge. It's a spring salute. Don't you love spring? I know you do. Is your number one. You did your own countdown of the seasons earlier. <laughs> you already counted down <laughs> the seasons. I did. And now it's time to count down the songs for the number one season, spring. Songs for a season, spring. These songs, listeners are saying, I bet I know exactly the spring songs that they're going to count down. Maybe you oh, do. Oh, do you? Maybe you don't, listeners. I don't know. Will we go the obvious? Everybody can think of many, many obvious spring songs. Will we choose those? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Don't but know. We'll see. Kendall, I want you to grab your space coin and flip it and turn your thing down, flip it and reverse it. And All right. tell us. I want... Some tail. Tails? There be a plenty, Cliff. You've won. Oh, it's the best thing I've 
ever heard, Tales There Be a Plenty. <laughs> Number six. What is it, Cliff? Hit us with it. <laughs> On the spring countdown. This is such a spring-sounding song. <laughs> You're going to agree. Uh, you sound like me giving uh, modifiers before <coughs> you even start giving the, the ones. It, this just sounds like spring to me when I hear it. And it's also sung by a little lady who must know something about spring because her name is Dusty Springfield. And it goes like this. You don't have to say you love me just because I have. You don't have to stay forever, I will understand. Believe me, believe me, I can't help but love you. But believe me, I'll never tie you down. Believe me, do you know this song, Kendall? It's this very Springish, just spring in the air when you hear this one by Dusty Springfield. I, I do know that song. I'm trying to think of the what's the chorus? Oh, that is a chorus. You don't have to stay forever. I will understand. Believe me. Spring. So that one, that one just feels like it just says it to me it just i when i hear that song on the radio on i wish rye 99 played anything as good as that song they they play all the hits and it's just (laughs) stuff i don't know most anything new i don't know but you don't have to say you love me just because i have by dusty springfield is so good i just see the deer coming out of the woods and the plants doing a stop motion like you know uh the growing those videos time lapse growing that that's all that's uh-huh. all i see maybe two people running in slow motion across a field to each other <laughs> that's and that's nothing says spring like two people running slow motion to each other in a field. bingo uh, all right the, well good choice to start i did us the off hard with. work i broached the countdown i've whacked it open I'm going to start with an honorary mention, because this one doesn't really make the list, but I think it's an honorary spring song. All right? It's JT, Mm -hmm. Timberlake, Justin Timberlake. It's gotta be May. (laughs) Because that one goes along with all the memes for May. It is. I love it. That was just my honorary mention, but here we go into the real one. All right. This song... Has always felt like spring to me, and I usually end up listening to it in the spring. Again, this is one of those that I don't know if it really says spring in it anywhere, but it is spring to me. Um, Three little birds sat on my window, and they told me I don't need to worry. Summer came like cinnamon, so sweet. Little girls double dutch on the concrete. You know this song, Cliff? No, 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 no. Record song, Kareem Bailey Wright. You don't know this song? No. Is it, is you really it? never heard that song? No. That's crazy. I can't believe you never heard All that. All right, there you go. So good. So check it out. Springish. How old is that? The song? sound of spring. 
what year did that come out? Is it like in the iPod commercial or something? No. No? It's 2006. Oh, then uh, everything in 2006 was in an iPod commercial. Come on. Well, it may have been in some commercial at some point. All songs were in commercials for iPods back then. Yeah. So, technically, I guess you're right. But I I don't remember it from a commercial. Technically, I'm right. I'm assuming I'm right. Technically, I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) My next entry on the countdown, number four, uh, on the spring song countdown. This is another song. It has... Sadly, it has as much to do with spring as that song you just sang, Kendall. But I do have... You don't even know the song. I don't know. I know. The verses are probably all about spring. Or evocative of it, at the very least. But no, Kendall, this song is not evocative of spring at all. It's up to me. I have a very... Do you ever have one of these? Like, I have just this very vivid memory. You ever have a vivid memory? I had one of Sometimes. sitting in my bedroom in like the early, early mid nineties, and the window is open, and it's spring, and the cool spring air is coming in side, and yeah. it feels so good. And on the CD player, Cheryl Crow, and she sings this number. <laughs> it's probably like the other one. You won't know this one like I didn't know that one. But, <laughs> you know, spring songs are very personal to people. And this one starts uh-huh. like this, not about spring at all. She, she was, was born, born in, in November, November Nothing says spring like run, baby, run. <laughs> it's just a great, it just is a great song. You know, it's like you said, that spring air is flowing in. It just gets you in the spring feeling. Feeling good. Um, Let's put a stop to that right away. Let's do a new segment called Cliff and Kendall's First Impressions. First Impressions. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. All right. So we're going to just say something and we're going to do an impersonation. 
of of someone. But we're the thing that we say is not related to the impersonation that we're doing. Does that make sense, Kendall? It's not related. It's like like you said, like I'm doing an impression of you know Urkel, and he might yeah. and he might say. Uh, to be or not to be? That is the question. And it, oh, okay. All right, Cliff. Yes, that's exactly what we're doing. We all knew it all along. All right, Kendall. I'll start us out. Yes, why don't you? Let's see how great this goes. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to try. I'm going to really try. <laughs> and yeah. And the thing has been said and said well. I have no scruple. Take it and copy it. Uh, no matter how old you get, if you if you can keep the desire to be creative, you're keeping the man child alive. Oh, Cliff, is that Harry Carey? No. <laughs> it was a flawless Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> oh, that was flawless! It was flawless! It was. Oh, I mean, I, I meant to tell you, I was d- impersonating a real person that time. That was a real person. <laughs> tough. Oh, so this is um, this is a real person. Okay. All right. Uh, actually, I guess I'm doing this real person more in a character, in in a character that he did. Okay. The greatest glory in living lies not in never failing, but in rising every time we fall. That was shaken, not stirred. James Bond. (laughs) No, that was Alan Rickman. (laughs) Oh, as Snape. Snape. Okay. Yeah. You get it now because he's like, Mr. Potter. Oh, but I get it, it. But I couldn't say anything like him. So. I get it. I get it. Got it. Good. He got it. All right. Let's got it. Let's move on. I am. This is a character. Okay. It is, but I love how hard it is to do to say yeah. something that they don't say. Yes, it's fun. All right. <laughs> Sit down before fact as a little child. Be prepared to give up every preconceived notion. Follow humbly wherever and to whatever abyss nature leads, or you shall learn nothing. What's that? Pinocchio. No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> it was a flawless Miss Piggy. <laughs> oh, Miss Piggy. Ooh, that was hard. All right. <clears throat> this is this is incredibly difficult. All right. Okay. Um, here we go. This is a real person. Okay. No character. If you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, You'll never have enough. Now that was Sean Connery. God, just such a good first impression I did. That such got. a good first impression. All right. <laughs> Love it. 
And I, when you said the last one, you were like, was that James Bond? I was like, no, but he's coming. All right. Unconsciousness. Our <laughs> <laughs> uh, unconsciousness is like a vast subterranean factory with intricate machinery that is never idle, where work goes on day and night from the time we are born until the moment of our, our, our death. But did, did you say if that was a real person or a character? Oh, this was a real person. I don't know. I, this may just be because I'm looking at you too, but all I can get is bloated Marlon Brando. <laughs> Wrong. That was a flawless <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. Oh, Jimmy Stewart. I should have got that one, but you didn't say anything about the moon, Alice, so I didn't know. Ah, uh, all right. All right. Finally for me. Finally for me. Here we go. Do not go. Uh, th- this is impossible. Uh, uh, t- tell me and I forget. Each time I remember, involve me and I learn. It's a real person. And I know you didn't think it is, probably. Uh, that was uh, Richard Nixon. No, I thought that's who you were going to say, though, because it sounded more like Richard Nixon than it did Johnny Carson. Uh-huh. But I. The only way I could do Johnny Carson if I say, is that some weird wild stuff? I did not know that. And I couldn't weird say it stuff. to even get into character. So. Oh, I can't wait. That was fun. To do that again. All right, That's Kendall. not the last first impression I've heard. Hell no. That was excellent. Only That's a new, new fan favorite segment right there. Kendall, what is up next? Number three on the songs of Spring. Countdown. This song has been around with me a long time. It helped me when I lived in LA. I'd, li- I'd turn it on, listen to it, and it reminded me of of not only spring, but of home. I love it. I'm just going to go for it. Here we go. It reminds me of spring every time, even though the song is really more about summer. He was working through college on my grandpa's farm. I was thirsting for knowledge. And he had a car Yeah, I was caught somewhere between a woman and a child One restless summer we found love growing wild On the banks of the river on a well-beaten path It's funny how those memories they last Y'all like strawberry wine Green on Didn't that song just take you back and make you remember of the good days when things were when thirty was old and <laughs> I don't know about all that, but it certainly does take you back. Alright, Kendall. What a spring song you sprung on me. Strawberry wine. Alright, now I have one. That I hope so. I, I'm going to play for you because Uh-oh. It, it has no words. There are no words to single? describe it. No, it has no words. <laughs> it is. A, it was a single once upon a time for a cat named 
Felix Mendelssohn. And it is the spring <laughs> song up to 62, number six. places but did you know it is the spring song didn't know it it's right there in the title and it is perfect you can just see like that dusty springfield song you can see the deer coming out of the woods <laughs> and the squirrels eating nuts and uh, all the that belching kind of in your face yeah and a young heart turned to thoughts of love as the spring song plays number two on the songs of spring countdown beautiful cliff beautiful sunrise in the barnyard is also what it sounds like <laughs> all right kendall i feel am... like we're on the classical version oh of shit to oh shit can i am the, the, they are they, are they about to get the briefcase open? <gasps> oh, I haven't even there. Have they sawed... They've, like, sawed into the handle or something, right? I What's don't happening? Know, look, I can't quite see. It looks like they're about to open it, though. Uh, obscure. <laughs> oh, dear. We, yeah. we, we figured oh, out oh, how to get the oh, case oh. open, dear. <laughs> we oh, tried so many combinations. Oh, yeah. So we're about to open it. All right, I'll pull it open. It's get my money yes, out of there. Yes, let's see that Shakespeare. Let's see the... Uh, what was it? The deed? Oh, what is that? You said it was the Dead Sea Scrolls. Oh, dear. What, what, what is this? It's some sort of a... No, it says briefcase model A12. What is, what's the meaning of this? It's, a, it's nearly empty. What, wait, what is this? It's a, it's a business card. Oh. A, a bis- it's a briefcase salesman, dear. Oh, it's a briefcase. It's like... Oh, it's like a model oh. briefcase. Oh, from a briefcase salesman. Well, I technically did say it was a briefcase with a deed from Bushtown in it, so I was right about the briefcase. We all said it was a uh, briefcase with something in it, Kendall. I think I was the rightest because that money is paper, and those are little papers, right? <laughs> it's not eggs like Fonky said. You can have the briefcase if you want it. I don't want it. I might want it. It's a nice, high-quality item. You could there. keep your like toy collection <laughs> in it carried around. It's all yours. Dear, I, if there are no doilies, I don't need it, dear. I have plenty of other things to carry around my doilies in. Oh, it's empty as the tomb after the stone was rolled oh. away after the crucifixion of oh, our Oh, dear, Lord. you're right. Dear, I bet that there were Bibles in there and they just disappeared like the Lord did. I, I think Mr. Snobbottom was probably oh, the rightest. Amen. But he'll give the briefcase to you, Hallelujah, dear. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. I promise to keep it safe. <laughs> And, and oh dear, clean, now you have warm. a wonderful place to store your Bibles. It's such a wonderful gift. Oh, 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 all right. Oh, sugar lump. Let's go over and see if there's anything else in that <gasps> large oh, pile of we should debris open the other walls, that Charles dear. has created. Maybe other things. I'll open them Charles, all up. Open them up. Oh, you've already started hitting that wall. <laughs> oh, that's That wall's loud. not even supposed okay. to come down. He's already banging into it. He's just wanting to find stuff, too. It might be something good in there. Maybe there's money in the next wall. You never know. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know if we find any other money. Um, you never know. But we will know, Kendall Nay, we must 
No. What is number one on the songs of spring countdown? Well, I have a conundrum. Oh, shit. Because I have two songs that both say, they really say spring to me. I'm going to go with the one that's probably more traditional since I've been so... Do either of them say spring to anyone else? I, I think one... Yeah, I think both of these could. So... Okay. Uh, tied for number one. <laughs> the first song is... Sun is shining in the sky. There ain't a cloud in sight. It stopped raining. Everybody's in the play. And don't you know, it's a beautiful new day. Hey. Running down the avenue, see how the sun shines brightly in the city. On the streets where once was pity, Mr. Blue, sky is living here today. Hey, <laughs> you don't know I Mr. Do Blue well, Sky? Oh my God, I'm playing it right now. From what? Because that's unacceptable. What's it from? It's an old song from the 70s. It's been in a ton of things. It was in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's it's in all kind of movies oh. over the years. Here, you'll you'll maybe if somebody else sings it correctly, you'll know it. Oh, maybe. Sun is shining in the sky. There ain't a cloud in sight. It's stopped raining. Everybody's still play. And don't you know, it's a beautiful new day. I, it does sound very okay. springish. Kid, it does. It really does. Thank I you. Still, I still, I don't really know. I, I'm not familiar with it. Well, it's one of the ones that skipped over me. You're going to have to skip look generation. that up and listen to it for homework. But the other one that tied right. for number one, which you will know. And if you don't, I'm really okay. going to be concerned. I can see all clearly right. now, now the rain, rain is, is gone. gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind. It's gonna be a bright, 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 bright sunshiny day. It's gonna be a bright, bright. bright I thought that was a good number one spring song. You know. That's very, that's springy, that's good. You guys put the spring in my step. Oh, that was exhausting, uh, Well, That was what a show, what an epic, what a life. Oh, I was like, oh, it's time to do something weird. We already did that. No, it's time to get the hell out of here. I'm going to go next door see what that, it smells good. It smells like cinnamon rolls from the erotic bakery. Oh, I'm going to go use their bathroom. Okay. As long as we can agree, it's over. All right. Well, we will be here next week, and hopefully we can find some more treasures in the wall. I hope so. I hope there's more treasures. Lord, let there be more treasures in the wall. (laughs) That old song, let there be more treasures Treasures in the wall. wall, Treasures in the wall. All right. uh, That's it. It's over. And I'm Kendall. We'll see you next week. Well, 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 well.
Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. Bye, bye, some bushel town ride. Don't refrain from this grain, don't you even try. You know the farmers are a bunch of swell guys singing this is the day of our ride. This is the day of our ride. They're always singing. That's it. <laughs>